Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? And we are putting nice. Putting nice? Yeah. Putting nice. Putting nice. I'm sure are. It's uh, it's the Monday morning episode, but if you are IFS, one of our prized customers... You get this Sunday evening. <laughs> Customers. Yes. <Yeah. laughs> and make no mistakes. That is how we see you. <laughs> Very much so. We have no emotional connection whatsoever no. with you. We just see you as teats. Uh, fiscal teats to be milked. <laughs> Only in our world, the customer is always wrong. <laughs> the customer is always a cunt. <laughs> if we had a physical shop, which one day, God willing, we will do, we'd have that oh, yeah, sticker. Oh, a pop-up shop. Pop up, top light time machine, selling our merch. Well, I don't want to ever commit to a fucking long-term permanent shop because they're fucking awful. I used to work in one. But uh, a pop-up one would be good because you could just, you know, destroy an exit, crash and burn. Yeah, Yeah, we could destroy an exit, a top light time machine shop. I'm thinking Sunderland City Centre in the precinct. Yeah. We could sell records, but the only records we sell are singles from that 1984 uh, chart. That chart. Yeah, <laughs> we've done well. That's you know, you know, you know, Pop Rex in Sunderland, where yeah. we did our first yeah. show of the tour last year. Yeah, um, that started as a pop up shop to promote the Frankie and the Heartstrings album that they put out about six years ago. It was it's a good idea. Two weeks. It's a good idea, and it never closed because it, it just never was successful. Closed. That actually is a really good promotional idea. Mm, a little shop, a little pop up shop. We yeah. might do that one day. Um, actually, Pop Rex got burgled. Uh, week before last or Fucking last week cunts. some cunt got in and nicked their massive coffee machine oh, I remember that the... coffee machine yeah and they nicked the wheelbarrow and took the coffee machine off in a wheelbarrow so um, there might be some kind of I don't know there might be some kind of crowdfunding thing going on shortly to raise or a bit of money a lin- for a, lin- a new coffee machine yeah. and also for well probably a new wheelbarrow yeah. and perhaps for enhanced security so once I know what's going on we'll give that a plug and try and get some cunters uh, to yeah, contribute to that we could also possibly drum up a lynch mob to hunt Ooh. down the burglar yeah and and give him a shoeing um, it could be t- I wonder if it, it sounds like a similar MO to the handsome burglar who um, nicked, oh, yeah. who nicked my car and then filled my own car up with all my own stuff and drove yeah. off 
TTFN dickhead. Yeah. And then got... didn't you say that you weren't allowed to mention his name last time you mentioned him? Oh, I've got to beep it out again. Fucking hell! Yeah, you got to beep it out again. <laughs> If he's back on the loose, it's all I need is him on my fucking tail. Yes. He is. Well, a, he actually, he was back in the news last year. He'd got, he'd, he'd, he'd diversified. Don't give too he'd, much detail away. All I say is he'd diversed into another sort of crime. Oh, God. Quite a new type of crime. And it was quite violent. Oh, and shit. so I am quite afraid of him. I don't need him yeah. back in my life. I'll try to remember to beat that out in the edit. Hopefully I will. Uh, I'll make a note of that. What was that? About two and a half minutes in. Okay, I'll do that later on. Cheers, mate. Um, FA Cup final. I, I, I'm proud to say I didn't see any of it. <laughs> I didn't see any of the goals <laughs> later on. Uh, I was sitting in my brother's garden because it was my mum and dad's 50th wedding anniversary. Oh, yeah, congratulations, mate. Saturday. I saw the what? pictures that you put up on their wedding. They were lovely pictures. Don't congratulate me. I've, I've, I've contributed well, very little to the world. As the child of a broken home, Believe oh. me, I am offering you my congratulations because yeah. it is nice to have two parents who are, I nearly said, still in love, but I've no idea if they do love each other. I, I've got no idea <laughs> no. either, to be quite honest. <laughs> it's hard to they say. They seem to be content. And as I would say, contentment is kind of what you need to yeah. aim for. I mean, it's not you the know. sort of thing you'd probably ask, although it would be yeah. a lot of fun to ask that. <laughs> so, Mum, Dad, them down. are you yeah. still in love? <laughs> Answer the question. <laughs> tell me it. <laughs> but yeah. they seem. I mean, you'd be able to tell if they uh, despised each other. Just put it yeah. that way, and they don't. No. So that's good. Well, that's you lovely know, right? to hear. Um, so no, I do offer you my. I, I offer my so congratulations to the whole Dawson clan. Thank you very much. Yeah. So that was why I missed the FA Cup final. But I got the three pies in that I'd ordered. On oh Friday. yeah, I was going to ask about the food. Yeah. Uh, there was the mince pie, the steak pie, and the corned beef pie. And by the yeah. end, there was just one slice of the corned beef pie left. Oh, you should the have done a quiz to see if I could guess which one. Because it sounds oh. like the start of a sort of a conundrum, doesn't it? Yeah. There Sorry are three pies at a golden <laughs> anniversary party Andrew in Sunderland. Pies. <laughs> he <laughs> takes them to his parents' golden anniversary party in Sunderland in the he UK. He 25 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at the party, all three pies are greedily scoffed down by the whole family and only one slice is left. Now, the question for you is... A slice of which pie is left? <laughs> tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. I'll have to hurry you. Is it the corned beef pie? <laughs> yes, it is. Congratulations. <laughs> what cunt left one fucking slice of pie? I mean... Well, it wasn't me, because I'd filled up on all the pies. <laughs> all the pies. I literally couldn't fit another piece of pie in oh, the Yeah, pie. well, I wouldn't have been out. I mean, I've just had a picnic this afternoon. That I'm, oh, um, Oh, mum, we're having. We usually have Sunday lunch at my mum's, but recently we've, for months we went without it, and mm. uh, recently we've restarted, but uh, a picnic down the local park instead. Right. Yeah. And uh, and sh- fucking out the first couple of weeks, I sort of made a kind of a, a derisory sort of um, uh, offer of bringing shit along myself, contributing <laughs> myself. Do you know what I mean? Like a real pathetic gesture, like. I mm. bought a bag of crisps that I found mm-hmm. at the back of my cupboard, ones that I didn't want. <laughs> and I brought a flask of tea, but it's mainly just for me. <laughs> Fucking hell, she ramped it up. 
and gregarious. she she re- she ramped up the fucking picnic and it is really top quality now and do you know what she'd made because my mum's a keen baker she'd made nice. profiteroles oh wow with fresh cream in them and there was oh. one left at the end and I thought who the fuck's leaving a profiterole now I'd already had a couple and I'd been judged yeah. for it by my mother like because she was like oh you're having a second are you because there's plenty well, of other stuff. There? Well, there's quite. I think more people than she expected turned up. So right. in the end, she thought it's only about one each. But I'd gone, I'd gone straight in and had a couple. There's always someone that doesn't want one, so you know you've got to get in there early. I you? just, I can clear the percentages. Shit. Listen, I'm from a big family, right? And I learned from an early age: don't fucking eat first, ask questions <laughs> yeah, later. Exactly. I just well, fucking get. I dive in, mate. Yeah. It's a percentage game for fitter rules, isn't it? You got to get in there. Scuff, 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 go. Well, you know, like as I've explained before, I've got a very well-defined mo at any family function, which is get into where the food is, fill up your mm. plate as high as logistically possible, yeah. take it to a private side room, scoff it all on your own, <laughs> and then fall asleep until it's all I'm over. Asleep. Fucking brilliant. Can't do that in the park though, unless I head in head in the bushes. And funny enough, it's a I'd little. Like to see that it's a lovely square um, that I spent a lot of time in when I was a kid. So it's a very nostalgic place for me, and I, I did some of my best digging there. If I'm honest, mm. it wasn't my main digging place, but I did sometimes take a spoon around there for a bit of a dig. And mm. there was there's um, bushes all around the parameter of this square. And yeah. I said to Len when I was there last week, I said I used to come down this park all the time when I was your age. I said. Um, he said, what did you do? And I said, all sorts of shit. But a lot of the time, I spent hanging around in the bushes, those bushes over there. Because when we're there and someone needs a piss, they have to walk back to my mum's house, which is a few minutes around the corner, right? Every time you need a piss. So I'd said... Can't we doing that? When it was here, I said, go for a piss in the bushes. And of course, my wife's like, he can't piss in the bushes. I was like, what are you talking about? I did some of my best pissing when I was a kid in these yeah, bushes. everyone pissed in bushes or yeah, against trees. of course they fucking did. And then was quite hell. into it. He wanted to piss, but it was like times have changed, haven't they? Now piss it's curious. all like, oh, no, you can't piss there. Uh, let him Fuck piss. Off. He's got to learn. Right. <laughs> and um, he said, yeah. He said, what did you do? I said, I built dens in these bushes. Mm. I had little camp outs in them. I had, mm. um, you know, I would sometimes bring stuff down there, equipment, and like yeah. bury them in holes and stuff like a dog. Yeah. And and one time you'll you'll remember um, one of my most memorable moments in those bushes was you remember Archie Buchanan, I'm my, my so, mum's yeah. erstwhile alcoholic um, Scottish milkman, Scottish milkman boyfriend, living boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. When they split up, I don't know what the circumstances are. She won't discuss them in detail, but he did. He disappeared for a while, and then he came back, and then she said, "Look, I'm." You know, I'm asking Archie that you know to f off, basically. And she said to me, and I was probably about eight. And now she goes, right, come. She, went, I've got to meet Archie at the park. But my, I always had to go everywhere with my mum, right? Because mm. my older brother's always out and about, and she had no one to leave me with when I was a bit mm. too young to be left on my own. So I found myself in various situations that were not ideal, and one of them, yeah. Like not, I'm not saying they weren't sordid, but just like she would have, she had to go and dump Archie the milkman. 
And yeah. she probably wanted to do that in private because, for everyone's sake, it's best that those things are kept between the two of you. Yeah, but but on the other hand, stuff like that in your formative years is probably what's led you to become Britain's top journalist. Wow. It's that yeah, curiosity good. about the human condition that was good, forged good, in you very good early. Good point, good point, because yeah. this is an early example of my journalism skills coming to the fore, because she, we got, she said, I'm going to meet him. I don't want him coming to the house, so I'm going to meet him in the square around the corner. So I said, mm. right. So she said, when we got there, she said, right, when we get there, I need to talk to him privately. It must have been very difficult for her, looking back. She said, so can you sort of, like, play? Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I was probably a bit put out by that, but looking back, I don't see why, brother. If you've got anything to say to him, surely you can say it in front of me. We have no secrets from one another, do we, brother? <laughs> That's what you told me. I think I shall sit in on this conversation and play an active role in it. <laughs> I will be the arbiter, if you will. <laughs> Your emotional turbulence. Good day, Archie. Thank you for coming. Please sit. You'll remember my mother, Brenda. <laughs> now, let's all sit down and let's try get to get to the bottom rules. of it. <laughs> well, yeah, fuck off. I've got to talk to your mother. <laughs> now, first of all, there'll be no foul language like that. Anyway, she said, you know, basically fuck off, but she said it nicer mm. than that. So she said, are you, are you all right? You know, we're just going to play on your own. I said, don't, don't worry about that. I said, I'll uh, go in them bushes. I'll go in the bushes. Yeah. And she was like, oh, HQ in there. oh, all right. <laughs> I said, and I was thinking, no fucking problem at all. Because yeah. I, sp- I spend a, mum, trust me, I spend a lot of fucking time <laughs> down there, right? And I know these bushes. They're my own personal Vietnam, right? I fucking bonus bush time. I know, this is great on. bush time for me. Take as long as you want. If it's going to be a long chat, that's fine, right? If he won't, if he, if he won't go easy, don't worry about me. So, but the thing was, these these bushes go all the way around the perimeter of the square, but it's mm. all adjoined, so you can make one entry point right mm. in the bushes, and it was on the opposite side to where she was sitting oh. with Archie dumping him. Bush is it a bush network? Yeah, and then she couldn't oh. see me after that. So you know what I've done? I fucking snuck, or I've done a little bit of. Admin, Bush admin, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Just checked everything was where I left Bush it. Admin. Caught up on a little bit of digging, you know, right? Made yeah. sure everything's in its place. Keep everything then, ticking over. Then I got yeah. a bit bored, so I peeked out through my little bush peeking hole, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I've seen you about. the conversation is across the other side of the park, quite animated, right? And I thought, oh, I wonder what's going on. So I've gone all the way around in the bushes. They can't see yeah. So I can work my way around this quite large square, round to the side that they're sat on, and sneak right. up behind them in the bushes, right? So I'm right behind yeah. the bench they're sat on, but they don't fucking know. <laughs> so I can earwig on the yeah. fucking breakup conversation from behind. They think I'm on the other side of the park. I'm fucking yards away from them, right? Fucking hell. Like special forces shit this was. Mm. Uh, and like I said, it's only eight, maybe nine, can't remember, about nine. And, uh, yeah, and uh, I can't remember what was said. I, oh, well. I, did, I don't think I understood <laughs> it. But it was uh, it was just good journalism, good investigative skills. Yeah. And, uh, and today, speaking of which, talking of my world-renowned journalism, really impressive. 
when we got to the park, my older brother was there and he said to me, who's this MP that's been done? You know, this Tory MP has been done. Oh, yeah. Accused. Fucking, yeah, accused, he's let's say. Yet, he's been he? He's been nicked because of quite, mm. quite really severe allegations against him. And my brother went, oh, who, who was it? And I said, I don't know, it's anonymous. He went, oh, I thought you'd know because uh, you've got your sources, haven't you? And yeah. I went, I'll tell you what, I'll try and sort it out while we're there. Yeah. Two text messages later, I fucking double sourced the cunt as well. Bang. Bang. Yeah. Two sources. Double source. Double not just source. a single source. Double source, mate, because, listen, okay, no. I'm not Britain's best journalist because I go around just getting single sources. No, of course not. You've I got get, to verify shit, haven't you? I got, I, got, I got the source and then I got the corroborative source, right? Yeah. During the fucking picnic. Yeah. I delivered picnic the name. Picnic journalism. Picnic journalism. Exactly right. I'm thinking of doing a course, which I'm going to flog online. Picnic journalism <laughs> with me, Sam Delaney. <laughs> Fucking bang. Nailed it at the picnic. Out of, out of ting, ting, rules. ting, ting, everyone. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt your peripherals, but I have in my hand the corroborated identity of the alleged Tory MP rapist. Uh, Sam, this this is a bit inappropriate. The children are all here having a lovely day out in the sunshine. Well, they need to know. I'm sorry, but history is happening here. <laughs> Can't see of yours truly. They say You'll history. You'll all remember where you were when you found out. They say history is written by the victors. More often than not, it's written by me, Sam Delaney. <laughs> Some journalist. <laughs> So oh, yeah, the God. square near my mum's house has seen a, seen a lot of action, yeah. and has been you know what I'm saying is there's something there, isn't there, between all those years ago, 1984, mm. me hiding in the bushes listening to my mum dump Archie Buchanan. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, to whatever now. it is, thirty whatever years, right? Um, to now, I'm fucking breaking a, a global news story breaking in the same news. spot. You've come, you've come full circle in that square. <laughs> in that square. <laughs> and there's the title for this week's episode, Square in the Circle. <laughs> square in the Circle, there <laughs> it is. One standout anecdote from our family gathering last night was that uh, my mum uh, grew up in in a, a, a house uh, which had an outside toilet. Oh. Even in the late 1950s, which yeah. is obviously terrible, terrible slum upbringing but the mm. best thing about this was the two streets away there was an abattoir oh. get a load of that Sunderland's abattoir was two streets away from where she lived Fuck and you know. there would be regular cow escapees from oh, the abattoir no. and you'd, you'd often see a cow trotting down the street fucking hell get <laughs> a shift on get a shift on before they've noticed we've picked it <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell so there's an image you never see me fucking moving, so moving like a fucking amount of cows, moving like a fucking greyhound. <laughs> I've seen what they just done to me mate in there, and it weren't pretty. I did see it, but I heard the machines, and I tell you what, I am fucking <laughs> off now. <laughs> Fuck this for a game I'm of I'm going to try and get the fucking gates in if I can. <laughs> get a new identity. I know a few people there who take me in. <laughs> take me in, lay low for papers. a while. I lay low for a while. <laughs> Get them to maybe dye my cow hair. <laughs> right, so I look different. <laughs> Thinking of disguising myself as a fucking horse. They seem to fucking do all right for themselves. Get one of their nice swishy tails on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, cow escapees. Jalapeño. A piss and a snack, a piss and a snack, and then we'll be back. back. 
a piss in a snack. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Jalapeño. We had some people telling us what the shittiest time of the day was after the yeah. last episode. Mm. Um, I'm looking at some now. Uh, Dobry Dan, um, he says, 4am, unless you're up early to go somewhere good or just coming in off a right bender. Well, I'll tell you what. two examples of why, why 4am's good, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. That, that doesn't stand up to any scrutiny at all. No. You're, in your world, it's... To, yeah, in your world, it's fucking got a lot of advantages going for it. From my fucking world, I mean, yeah, maybe sometimes you're going somewhere good, but even that's rare because if you're going on holiday and you have to get up at four o'clock to catch your flight, you've yeah. got a shit flight. You're it's still shit. You're quite yeah. excited, but you're still thinking, I wish I could have got on a fucking flight at a reasonable hour, right? Or, yeah. well, yeah, stay, sometimes you've got to stay at the uh, at the airport, in the airport, Hilton. That's not bad. Ah, I've never done that. I've never done, done it. That it's, it's, I'm surprised that. you haven't done that, mate, because that's good logistics. Yeah, I've never, I've never had a flight that's been shit enough that I've had to do that. To be honest. <laughs> right, okay, yeah, because I've done it. I've your done logistics it in... is so good that it's never required that particular logistical move. I've, I've done it on the return flight. We came back. I mean, I, I, we did a holiday in October uh, in half term week a few years ago, and what we did was we flew from Edinburgh because the Scottish half-term is a week or two before ours is. So the holiday, the flights were cheaper from Edinburgh because they didn't have mm. that school holiday premium that you always pay. Nice, yeah. So we had to drive up two and a half hours to Edinburgh, much cheaper flight, and then when we came back, it was like midnight, stayed in the travel lodge next to the next to the airport, drove back the next day. So, yeah, that's good. I haven't Top done it on the way back. I once did it, we were, and you know what? This is a weird coincidence. We drove once years ago, me and my wife, we were going, before we had kids, we were going to Italy, but we had to fly to Pisa, and then it was a two-hour drive from there. So we got in late, and we thought... So we booked a hotel in Pisa, so we could stay the night there, rather than drive in the middle of the night, and get up in the morning and mm. drive, right? So we thought, great logistics, because we'll be knackered mm. when we get there. We get to hotel in Pisa, we fall asleep, fell asleep like a log, Right? Within a couple six, of six, hours, wah, 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 fucking fire alarm, the hotel goes off. We're all stood outside this hotel in Pisa in the middle of the night, bleary-eyed. I've been flying. I've had two hours kip. We're, they kept us. You can imagine the dis and dattery that was going on at the hotel. Excuse me, what's going on? Well, I'm stood there in my pyjamas. Excuse me, can I go back in and go to sleep? All that. I've got a long drive tomorrow and I don't drive as well if I haven't had my eight hours. May I get some clarification on the current situation, please? Pardon me. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, what, do you, what do you want? What's going on? It's fucking fire alarm. You go back in if you want. You die, you die. It's your problem. <laughs> right. And So that was a nightmare. And then... Uh, t- and then... Um, 
recently, well, about two years ago, I had to go to fucking Malta for business reasons, oh, right? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, and we and for logistics, I was uh, going over yeah. with my brother, and for logistics, we said, right, let's stay at the fucking hotel airport at Gatwick the night before, right? right? Stay in the hotel because we got a four o'clock flight or something. Middle of the night, wah, 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 fucking fire alarm in the hotel. Ooh. Out, it happens yeah. all the fucking time. One time at a wedding, a family wedding up in Edinburgh, it happened, and I was staying in the same hotel as my brother Cass. So I get down into the fucking lobby... Right, and I see his wife and kids, and I go, "Oh, right," and we're all bleary-eyed. The alarm's gone off again in the middle of the night. Mm. And I go, "Where's Cass?" And they go, "Oh, over there." And I just hear this loud snoring. <laughs> Everyone's in the fucking lobby of this hotel, <laughs> and Cass is asleep on a bench in the hotel lobby, in his like boxer shorts and t-shirt, just fucking snoring <laughs> super loudly. Right, and in the end, it gets really embarrassing. So his missus got gone, "Will you go and wake him up?" It's embarrassing. Everyone's looking at him. So I go over. I shake him. Wake up. Wake up wasn't nothing was waking him up so I fucking in the end I've shook him really hard and he sat up and he go what the fuck's going on and I where are, what's going on where are we and I said well you're in the lobby mate the fire alarm went on he went fuck this I'm going back to bed so he's fucking run for the lift and started like slamming on the button in his pants bang 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 right Sarah you can't go back and you can't go in there why isn't the lift working <laughs> because there is a fire alarm it's highly dangerous to be inside the lift <laughs> I don't care. I'll go back to bed. I've observed this fire alarm for long enough. <laughs> I can't believe we got through our tour. All those different holiday inns and stuff we sat, yeah. we sat in, there wasn't one fucking fire alarm. No incidents at all, was there? No, no. you're right. We got lucky so there. So that's 4am. Dan W says the cuntiest time is 3am, surely. He says a phone call that time's never good, mm. especially if it's a landline. A landline phone call at 3am. Mm. Nothing's going to put the shit at no. you more than that. Yeah. He says, getting up is shit. If you're still up at 3am, it's not usually ending well. Mm. Um, good point, yeah. Um, I think it was, was it Chris Rock or something who said that cash machines shouldn't pay out at 3am? Yeah, yeah, anyone that's yeah. getting money out of a cash machine at 3am <laughs> yeah, isn't not doing for a good reason. reason. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. This is, uh, this is it. This is why I make it my business to never be up that late anymore. Ever. <laughs> never, ever. Anything I've ever done at that time of night is just been a disastrous and painful yeah. memory. And he um, says, if someone knocks on your door at that time, how couldn't he is that? Dan's just gone through all the possibilities of 3am. we got no Dennis Wilkinson's good. also nominated... Uh, he's nominated 3pm. He's written, 3pm right. used to be a joy as a kid, like you said. Yeah, because it was when you were gearing up for your uh, CBBC session, right? Yeah, of um, course, yeah. But he says, now it's a cunt. Post-lunch post slump is over, brain wakes up. But here's the cunt. You're just clock-watching until four till five when you can punch your card for the end of the day. Then. Mm. Well, we don't, have to, we so, don't yeah. have to punch cards in the podcasting game, cards, but no. I feel your pain, then. Try to pretend what that feels like. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. I'm, I've had proper jobs where you do work office hours or whatever and you, yeah. you do you get to that stage of the day when you're like fuck it I'll get this over with I'm not doing anything else I might as well go home but when I, I when I had any like proper jobs when I was younger I remember I remember saying one time to someone to an adult after I'd got my first I'd, any job that I'd had when I was like a student or younger you know like summer jobs or whatever in offices all mm. I would do was clock watch because in those mm. days 
and I, I know it's still the same for lots of people and, and it would be the same for me I suppose if I was in an office but I just saw it as like an affront to everything that being human was supposed to be about right yeah. you think what this is like I'm a prisoner here that's what I thought I thought they're yeah. paying me in order to imprison me see what I mean yeah kind of yeah I know it doesn't quite stand up to logic, that's but that's really the way what I, it is. But that's how I you know, felt. That's the way I saw it. I thought they, they've got a hold over me here, a financial I've been held hold. hostage. Yeah. In exchange for I money. don't have money. They've got money. I don't have money. I need it, right? <laughs> I need the money, right? And therefore, <laughs> they have said, we'll give you this money, but you've got to turn up at this place that's, not, that's quite far from your home, right? You've got to come into this building and you can't go fucking anywhere, sunshine, until we say so. Right, and you're like, oh, and what am I gonna do? Can I like take a book? No, you've got to do this weird fucking these weird nonsensical arbitrary tasks We're that we will make set you, you do stuff like a yeah. performing monkey, like arbitrary shit that didn't yeah. seem to make any sense. Like, why am mm. I doing this? I mean, you know, not all job. I mean, like when you were working in our price, I would have. I mean, we've gone over that the, those days a lot, but I would have derived some pleasure. Because you see you're giving pleasure. Someone comes in. Mm. They go, oh, hello. Do you have the latest album by Queen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And which, you go... Which happened a lot because six months after I started the job, Freddie Mercury went and died, didn't he? Oh, so cunt. there was a lot of Queen selling going on. And you go, oh, I'll just check, probably with a... A thinly disguised roll of your eyes, right? Yeah. Oh, they might come in and say, "Excuse me, what do you think the best Queen album to buy is?" Oh no! Oh, God, then fuck you're in hell. the wrong fucking our price. Fuck off! No, you, they come in right and they go, and you go, "All right, I'll, I'll go and look." And then you come back, and you go, "Oh, well, we do have one last left." Here you go. That will be six pounds ninety nine, please. Mm. Right? And you put it in a bag, and you see their faces. They've been yeah. fucking great. I'm going to go back and I'm going to listen to this. Go I'm going to queen it up. Queen I'm the fuck out of shit. I'm going to go home. <laughs> I'm going to put on... I'm going to put on It's a Kind of Magic and I'm going to have a right good wank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. going to put on I Want to Break Free and yeah. have a good wank while I think about the video where they're about all dressed Ro- up as women. I'm going to think about Roger Taylor. <laughs> just as a fucking schoolgirl. And I'm a dirty yeah. bastard. <laughs> Oh, he listened to this. Anyway. Talking to Roger Taylor, he came up at the picnic. My niece, right? <laughs> well, hey, Cosmos. My niece, she is going out with a bloke whose godfather is Roger Taylor out of Queen. Get a lot of that. This was just mm. mentioned casually to me about, I don't know, six, seven months ago. And the kid, the lad she's going out with, nice lad, West Ham fan mm. as it happens, so it, I'm, I feel very fond of him. But, yeah. you know, he doesn't say much. Like, a lot of teenage lads don't, do they? They don't look you in the eye much when you're talking to them. And I went, is that true, mate? Is your godfather Roger Taylor? And he's, like, really, like, doesn't make a big deal out of it. I mean, if it was me, I'd have gone, everybody, shut up! If I'd gone back to my first girlfriend's family lunch. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I'm her new boyfriend. Now, listen up. Just so you know who you're dealing you with here. <laughs> Just so you know that I'm a serious individual. Right, and that you should be honoured to have me as part of your family, which is what I am now. <laughs> My godfather is Roger Taylor, the drummer from Queen. You probably all got many questions. 
<laughs> One at a time. Hands up, please. And please introduce yourself like they do at prime ministerial press conferences. <laughs> right. Now, he's just like, was really cool. Like, yeah, yeah, my yeah, parents have known him for a long time. So I'm obsessed with this and I bring out every time I see him and I can tell right. it irritates him slash embarrasses him a little bit. Yeah, can I But I can't stop thinking about it all the time. Mm. So apparently it's their one-year anniversary coming up. Okay. And um, I said, what are they Will doing? Will Roger Taylor be providing a gift? Well, think? apparently they said they're going out for dinner. And I said, oh, that's a bit fancy because they're only like 17, you know. And uh, he said, well, they've got a voucher. They've got a voucher for Dishoom. Dishoom is Ooh, the... I don't know if you I've know Dishoom. Yeah. yeah, I've never yeah. been there, but apparently it's dead nice, right? Sort of like modern Indian cuisine. I went, fucking hell, they've got a voucher. And they go, yeah, someone, one of his relatives go to him, I don't know who. And I was like, then, of course, I'm thinking, it was fucking Taylor, wasn't it? Of course it was. You know what Godfather? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hi, I hear it's your one-year anniversary. <laughs> it's me, your Godfather, Roger. Roger Taylor from Queen. Roger from Queen. Um, I hear it's... Uh, <laughs> He'd been dating that chick for uh, coming up for a year now. Pretty good going. I wanted to get you something to mark the occasion, so I've got you a thirty-pound voucher for Dishoom. I don't know if you tried Have you it. Heard before. of Dishoom? It's contemporary Indian dining. It's it's really great. I went there a couple of times with the boys when I was when we were on tour last year, and uh, I've got to say, I, I think you're going to like it. Yeah. You spend anything up to thirty pounds, but not at not at busy times. Just so, like, you couldn't go, like, on a Friday night. Um, I think and, and I think it's more or less anything off the menu. Apart Try from and the go real maybe t- 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 Tuesday, things. early evening, something like that. Easier to get a table then, from my experience. Of course, when, when we're touring, a lot of the guys, Brian likes to eat earlier in the day before we gig. Um, because at our age, eating late is not good. So no, you can't, you can't rock out on a full stomach. Especially with spicy food. Yeah, you never know. It might, it might come back to haunt you, the if last, you know what I mean. The last thing I want is a uh, an, an iffy taco doll repeated on me halfway through my drum solo <laughs> in Radio Gaga. <laughs> anyway, Charlie Boy, I just want you to have a great time with this chick you've been seeing. But hey, a year's a long time at your age. Just remember, there's plenty of chicks out there. Don't stick around for too long with this one. Get what you need from her and then move on. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, there we go. Anyway, Roger, that's Roger Taylor. I don't um, know if you've ever seen me in the I Want to Break Free video, but uh, I'd probably advise you not watching it. But with me being your godfather, it might fill, fill your adolescent yeah, mind with some confusing thoughts. Very confusing indeed, yeah. <laughs> let's just say, let's just say your old Uncle Rog makes for a pretty sexy schoolgirl. <laughs> <laughs> Between you and me, I still like to still got the costume. I still like to you know, slip it on now and again when I'm alone. <laughs> your auntie likes it. <laughs> I don't know if you and that chick are into weird things like that. You're probably too young. Forget everything I've said. Just enjoy the Dishoom meal on me and keep rocking out, yeah? Actually, if you do start start to get any weird thoughts or ideas, maybe run them by me, because I've seen and heard it all. uh, Let me tell you, when when Freddy, God rest his soul, was still alive, he got up some pretty wild shit when we were on tour, and I saw everything. 
Sometimes I would uh, drill a little hole between his bedroom wall and mine in the hotel. I'd love to watch. I'd, I'd love to watch what he was doing. Uh, there was this one night and he had 50 different Brazilian rent boys in his room. And that's what he wrote, don't stop me now about. <laughs> I'm having a good time. I'm having a ball. And boy, he was. He had balls in his More mouth. Than one ball. <laughs> Yeah, balls in his mouth and his ears. It was amazing to watch. I wish you could have been alive to have met, met old Freddy, who's quite a guy. <laughs> he played by his own rules. He, he, marched, he marched to the sound of his own drum. Well, after my drums, but <laughs> you get what I mean. <laughs> he was one wild homosexual. <laughs> Maybe the wildest I've ever known. <laughs> I'll get back to you on that. I'll give it some thought. <laughs> anyway, once again, congratulations. <laughs> Enjoy the voucher. Tom, <laughs> your old Uncle Rod. <laughs> right. I'm going to leave it there. Uh, but Rod might there, be cause... back. I think he might be, yeah. <laughs> we'll like, ask Rog. Any questions you've got to ask Rog, and we'll file them away with Ask we Pelle. We still haven't got done Ask Pelle, yeah. We'll do Ask Pelle, shall we? Sometime in the yeah, we've got, we've, got to do, we've got to do a lot of podding nice this week, so we've got I think to do some Ask Pelle. We? Yeah, we might do some Ask Pelle's. And, uh, so get your Ask Pelle's in. And if you send an Ask Pelle in, please always title your email Ask Pelle. Yeah, and, use and, and the best place to send it to is contact at tftimemachine.com. Yeah, okay, there you go. That's that sorted out. Mm. Uh, very quickly, good or bad? I call it yes or no on a recent episode, and it's not called yes or no, it's called ah. good or bad. Well, I asked to tell you something, you've got to tell me if it's good or bad or not. Right. Here we've got one simple headline Fox found with impressive shoe collection in Berlin. Good. Of course it's good. Typical, course it's good. typical that it was in Berlin, home of yeah. the hipsters. Fucking hipster fox. Oh, um, my name is Jans. I'm a fox. I'm, I'm uh, also an artist. <laughs> and I have a huge collection of shoes. Well, this is it. He's collected over 100 flip-flops and running shoes. Classic and he's Berlin. he's stashing them away in a bush. Yeah, like cool. yourself. Oh, yeah. So there we are. The best come place full circle. My experience, you've got any stashing to do, stash it in a bush. Yeah, exactly. So there we are, we'll come full circle to the square again. Uh, what was the episode going to be called again? Circle, circle Square in the, the circle, square. but there's square probably a much better title than that. Yeah, who knows. Right, I've got to get a Chinese takeaway now because I'm quite hungover. Yeah. Um, and later I've had, this evening... I've had to shoom. <laughs> ah, me too. I don't think there's one within 100 miles. Um <laughs> And then later this evening, BBC Four looks promising. If you've never seen either of these, Sam, there's an Alex Higgins documentary at nine. Oh, yeah. And then there's a Chas and Dave one at ten. Ah, oh, what a double bill. They're, they they go, go straight downstairs and Sky Plus both of the bastards now. Yeah, and if you're listening to this on Monday morning, if you're not an IFS customer, you've missed them, but they'll both be on iPlayer. So I'll get a load of that. Excellent. Great tip, mate. There you go. A little bit of life logistics chucked in right at the end. Mm. Uh, thanks very much. We'll be back with more of this shit throughout the week. Uh, take the FN dickheads. See ya.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.